this industry touches every industry. So we should be bringing people in from all industries. Okay, I'm pleased to be here today with Charlie Sidoti. He is the executive director and co-founder of Innovation Underwriters. Welcome, Charlie. Thank you, Joshua. Glad to be here. All right, it's great to have you. So it would be helpful to hear a little bit about your background, any entrepreneurial experience you have, and kind of how that led up to what you're doing today. So I spent, um, I don't know, this probably is an entrepreneurial, some of it is definitely, uh, 25 years in the insurance industry on the carrier side. Ten of that was at One Beacon when they were going through some crazy changes, and it was a very... Uh, entrepreneurial environment, even though it was a large corporate. And then I left One Beacon about 10 years ago, and I I started up my own uh, analytics startup. Uh, and I've I've done a few startups. And then over the last year and a half, uh, I have the pleasure of launching an, a nonprofit. So Innovation Underwriters, our mission is to foster innovation in insurance and risk management. We we do that basically, uh, we have like a three-pronged approach. We, we are deeply connected with the startups and the ecosystem. The second part is uh, education. At the Leadership Academy, we train on the best practices on how to do innovation. And then the third piece is we, through our Creation Labs initiative, we we bring groups together to actually do innovation. So actually use the skills, we connect groups across traditional boundaries to um, to connect them to solve industry problems. So, so when it comes to a, a potential creation labs, you know, inception stage startup, is that something where if I had an idea, I could bring it to you? Or is it more you expect, say, you know, John Hancock, who's down the street there, would come to you with an idea and, and for whatever reason want to do it outside of whatever innovation resources they have internally to their organization? Um, so we try to manage the different groups as a portfolio. And that means that we will launch some groups ourselves. Um, and and that could and we are sometimes we build a group around a person because we think that they have a compelling kind of problem to solve and that we will build it around them sometimes we recruit people to fill into something that we uh we think is a problem and we, we will try to recruit people to kind of plug into it and work on the working group it's it's about launching the new venture or new project or whatever it might be, but it's really about using those skills and and using them as like best practice the way we teach them at the academy to say hey this is this is the right way to do it so people you know leave with um, an experience that shows them like hey I can I can bring these skills back into the enterprise or back into my startup um, to, you know, enhance what they're doing. So it's more than just every project has a deliverable and a lot of them are new startups. Um, 
but it's 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 beyond just the deliverable. The deliverable is a part of it, but it's the experience and the skills learned during the experience, which are uh, a key focus of what we do. And we embed some of that learning directly in the process as we as we run the groups. Are, are there any particular themes you've seen as someone who's exposed to a number of different companies ranging from the startups to you know, large global players in terms of um, their their strategies for corporate resilience. Even before COVID, you know, there was a, you need to change, you need to modernize, but you also need to come up with creative ways to do business at, at all points in the value chain. And how companies respond is a skill. Like innovation is a skill. It's a, it's, there are techniques for doing innovation just like there are techniques for you know uh you know actuarial science or managing like management is a is a discipline but it, it's it it kind of does get to project kind of selection and project management and talent acquisition and talent management the difference really is some are investing more in core capabilities and they are you know just adamantly, like explicitly saying, look, we need to get our core in order before we focus on breakthrough, you know, innovations like the, the big, you know, whether it's big in scale or big in kind of impact projects, which is like sometimes there's a disconnect between the startups and the corporates where the corporates are focused on the core and saying, look, we need to get the core in in shape before we can do some of these big things where the startups are kind of narrowly focused on a product or service that they view as breakthrough but there's not the audience there with the corporates uh so that's kind of a little bit of a disconnected trend i see sometimes and what about in i know some of these some of these uh on the carrier side particularly they have some innovation groups and things like that internally. Um, sometimes, from my point of view, it seems like they can be disconnected a bit from the actual um, different lines of business within the organization. But um, where do you see your, your interaction coming from and how do you see the role of an innovation group within an organization, within a carrier, let's say, um, uh, versus maybe some broader efforts to drive an innovation mindset throughout the organization, um, you know, versus in a in a separate team. Well, I, I think the innovation groups that are siloed off can so they can be effective, but the ones that are set uh, siloed off into their own group, the ones that are effective is what I see is that they have developed like deep skills around uh, things like rapid prototyping and product development, but they, they embed and they engage the business units that are around them uh, from beginning to end. And they are, they are involved in the business unit strategy and they are integrated in with into with the business units, even though they are a separate kind of capability. Um, and those ones tend to be, I, I see, as more successful than some of them that are walled off 
that are um, kind of doing their own thing and then uh, trying to roll out things to to the organization seem to be a little bit less uh, successful and impactful. And it's a it's a fine line because if you I think skills need to be developed at the business units. And what you see is the the groups that focus on the skill development and the integration and the, um, you know, working with the business units, a lot of what they do is just aligning kind of personalities and skills and, and people around issues, diverse, diverse kind of backgrounds in terms of perspectives, experience, expertise, um, it, which includes having like emerging talent and, and undergrads and and people who like their naivete is a is a is a benefit because they 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 are not kind of held to the this is the way things have always been done. They just come at things from a perspective of like I don't know how things have been done. Like why don't we try this? It's it's about aligning kind of people and personalities, and 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 that's probably the most important thing. Which sometimes how you separate them, the group, can impact that ne- negatively, or you know a lot of them just kind of overcome that for sure. So so before you were talking about um, design thinking and the lab approach, and 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 how do you see that? you know, increasing the chances of successful innovation or or just as a process and a methodology, increasing resiliency? Yeah, I think, you know, in, innovation is really about, and, and design thinking is about this as well. It's about selecting the right projects to do, and it's about doing them in kind of incremental iterations. So you don't, just say, hey, we're going to do this, and it's some massive project. You you do small tests, and you do them rapidly, and you learn, and then you do your next one. Like in the in the fast moving kind of environment of the way companies are run and managed quarter to quarter for you know earnings purposes, like it's it's. You know, it's design, develop. Sometimes it's design, kind of test and develop. Sometimes they just like, hey, build this. Like, I need this by tomorrow. And COVID's a perfect example. Like, hey, let's develop all this stuff. So, like, developing a bunch of stuff is great, but if it's the wrong stuff, it's not great. So, so the design thinking provides a discipline and a rapid approach and an iterative approach to like really make the whole process efficient and effective. So you you get the best bang for your buck. And then we think doing it collaboratively, like across companies where cross, you know, collaborative groups come together to do some of these, you know, uh, design projects, it de-risks the projects, it shares cost across a broader thing so you can test more concepts in your company. so it really provides, I think, both an efficiency to what you're doing in terms of innovation and also like a, a, a leverage point where you can leverage your dollars and your investments in innovation uh, more broadly to test more areas and, and share 
some things with some other players in the industry. Is there anything else uh, that I didn't hit on relative to the topic of corporate resiliency or about innovation underwriters in general that you'd like to share before we wrap up? Hey, you know, we're looking to connect people in different ways. We're always willing to kind of have a conversation. If there's something you're doing that you think might interest us, you know, reach out to me personally or, you know, to the on the website, innovationunderwriters.org. And, um, you know, drop us a line. We'd love to chat. So, and thanks again. This has been great. All right, great. So, uh, Charlie Sidoti, Executive Director and Co-Founder of Innovation Underwriters. Thanks again for joining today. It was great talking to you, and uh, hopefully we'll connect again soon. Yeah.